Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. All 50 states are in the rebel crosshairs, says the FBI, for this Sunday. The NYPD increases security at Trump Tower as a precaution. Right now, there are no uh, specific threats directed at New York City. I'm Marla Diamond in Midtown. Experts who follow right-wing extremists recognize many faces in the attack on the Capitol, but say many others were just Trump followers who were radicalized. They themselves were engaging in violence, breaking into the Capitol building. And talk radio hosts like Mark Levin are warned by their bosses to scale it back. If we don't fight, we're done. Also coming up, they're expanding the rollout. Up next for the COVID vaccine in Connecticut. People over the age of 75. I'm Sean Adams in Greenwich. This is Tuesday. We've made it to the 12th day of January. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Nice to have you along with us. I'm Wayne Cabot. It's a brand new day. It's going to be a decent day. Dry, sunny, high around 40. So here's what we have about the warnings from the FBI. And it was an ominous warning that came in yesterday about potentially armed protests happening in Washington and many states by those loyal to President Trump ahead of January 20th, the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. It was a dark foreshadowing. The Washington Monument has been closed off to the public. The Capitol has been fenced off. Thousands of National Guard troops are being sent and will almost certainly give a militaristic feel to America's cherished peaceful passage of power. We know through reporting that the NYPD has been involved in the intelligence gathering and we'll be talking with Police Commissioner Dermot Shea live this morning, 8.15. And Marla Diamond is hearing more about what the city is doing. Uh, Marla, the fact that you are at Trump Tower speaks volumes. Yeah, Wayne, the NYPD says it will have a robust presence at all Trump-affiliated locations between now and Inauguration Day and possibly after. Last night, Mayor de Blasio on New York One said there are no specific threats directed at New York City. I'm certainly concerned about Albany. 
uh, whether they may have a problem up there. But right now, uh, nothing that would affect New York City. But if we get those kind of threats or see information the public needs to know, I'm certainly going to put it out there immediately. The mayor says over the past year or so, the NYPD Intelligence Division has been focused on ethnically and racially motivated terrorism. Whatever information they are able to gather is shared with the FBI, who sent that bulletin to law enforcement that extremists are calling for the storming of federal, state, and local courthouses in all 50 states if President Trump is removed from office. Anything Wayne? new, Marla, on the internal investigation in the NYPD about uh, cops, one or more cops who went to D.C. last Wednesday? There haven't been any new details about that, and the NYPD says it is taking all investigative measures to see if any reports can be confirmed. On Saturday, the FDNY shared information with the FBI on active and retired members accused of participating in the attack on the Capitol. A spokesperson for the FDNY confirmed that a number of its members had reportedly been in attendance. They are still trying to figure out if any of them were among those who stormed the Capitol. Again, we'll be talking to the commissioner at 8.15 and see if he has any more information. Thank you, Marla. At least two Capitol Police officers have been suspended over the riot. One for taking selfies with the rioters and one for showing the crowd the way in while donning a mega hat. Mark Pitt Cabbage, senior research fellow at the Anti-Defamation League, says he recognizes many of the faces and the symbols in the attack on the Capitol. When I when I looked at the images and the video from last Wednesday, um, you know, what I saw were, uh, first of all, people from a variety of what you could sort of call traditional extremist groups and movements. We saw people associated with the militia movement there. We saw QAnon conspiracy theorists. We saw a few white supremacists um, and and other traditional extremists. But we also, you know, the majority of people in there were not necessarily connected to any other extremist movement, but were themselves um, extreme Trump supporters. Um, people so radicalized in support of Trump, some people who had sort of bought into a cult of personality surrounding Trump, you know, they themselves were engaging in violence, breaking into the Capitol building and engaging in the destruction and the assaults that went on last Wednesday. And he has some insight about who is planning Sunday's state Capitol showdowns in the states. The seed got planted by the Boogaloo movement, who are anti-government extremists. They started planning for this some months ago, and it didn't have anything to do with the inauguration. That was just sort of a coincidence in timing. But because it is so close to the inauguration, there could be other people showing up for that to piggyback on it or exploit it or just showing up at state capitals on their own. Mark Pitcavage from the ADL Center on Extremism on the Radio.com podcast KNX In-Depth. The state government in New Hampshire had to meet in the parking lot. They ditched the state house. Lawmakers sat in their cars, socially distancing. It was because of the coronavirus, not because of any fear of rioting. They broadcast the proceedings on a 16-foot screen as the audio was piped into the individual vehicles over the radio. Stock futures are... uh, Actually, I haven't even seen the stock futures. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to fake it. I have no idea what the stock futures are, but I'll, I'll let you know in a second. I'll bet Joe Connolly knows as we check in now with some of these great business pitches that we are hearing, Joe. Wayne, the Dow futures are slightly higher. Here is a clip of one of the award-winning sales pitches by people who have attended the Brooklyn Public Library's program that prepares you on how to open a business. At first. I thought Vanessa Dixon's video started with a mistake. One, two, three. Over the next three minutes, 
180 people will die from hypertension, diabetes, obesity, or heart disease, all of which could have been prevented mainly through nutrition. Sylvia's Community Kitchen is owned by me and my daughter, soon to be a licensed naturopathic physician and certified nutritionist. East New York was labeled the killing fields. Sylvia's Community Kitchen will change that. We proclaim we are the living fields of families who are thriving and breaking the cycle of generational diseases. That is the sound of someone who believes in their business. For information on this great business startup program, just Google Brooklyn Public Library Power Up Program. Wayne? That's good stuff. Thank you, Joe. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now the WCBS Extrogen weather forecast, and Craig Allen is here with the weather day ahead. Craig? It looks like a sunny afternoon this time around, so uh, we should be able to get back up to around or even a degree or two over 40 for this afternoon. Fair and cold for tonight once again, sort of like this morning. Another 32-degree morning or so for the city itself, but... Most suburbs will be in the 20s, even down near 20 in the colder spots in those uh, distant suburbs, just like we are seeing out there now. It's a cold, frosty start again in the distant suburbs. Wednesday, mostly sunny, 40 to 45. Thursday, a mix of sun and clouds and highs in the middle 40s. Right now in the city, 33, humidity 66%, and a northwest breeze at 7 miles per hour. When you need more than just the headlines. Governor Murphy says what they had feared is becoming a reality. The beginning of a post-holiday spike. Two 24-7 vaccination centers have opened in New York City. By Saturday, there will be around-the-clock operations in every borough. The United Federation of Teachers says it will speed up access to the vaccine. WCBS 880. Make us your news station. And let's hear from one of the voices you just heard there in that COVID coverage montage. That's Sean Adams as they expand the vaccinations in Connecticut. Sean is live in Greenwich. Morning. Who gets the shots next, Sean? One of the most vulnerable segments of the population next in line for the COVID vaccine in Connecticut. Folks over the age of 75, there may be about 5% of our population, but they are about 60% of the fatalities. So vaccinations begin next week for seniors 75 and up. Connecticut Governor Lamont says some people will actually get a call from hospitals or doctors. They're going to make it easy for you. Others can schedule an appointment online. In a few days, you'll be able to pick up the phone, make a reservation that way. They're going to put out a phone number. Wait the details to come on that. Uh, There's still a push, though, to vaccinate frontline health care workers. Some of the nurses have still been a little hesitant. Here's your chance. Schedule your appointment now. Uh, Stay at the front of the line. What a difference uh, that can make because we're beginning to transition to the next group of people. Eventually, Connecticut will move on to essential workers, people in prisons, group homes, and homeless shelters. You should look for mega vaccination sites. They're going to pop up in the weeks to come. Wayne? Sean, is it getting better or worse there, the virus spread in Connecticut? COVID numbers in Connecticut have been higher, but they appear to be steady. 6.3% positivity rate over the weekend, 7% for the week. That is the highest during the second wave of the pandemic. Uh, There was a spike after Thanksgiving, an increase, it seems, after Christmas. It's hoped that uh, as more of the vaccine gets out there, that will help put the brakes on the spread. Sean, thanks. And this is not what public health officials want to see, what we saw overnight on the streets of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. People lined up shoulder to shoulder, thousands of them 
non-existent in that town because of, well, here's a reason why. Alabama back on top of the college football world. The Crimson Tide making it look easy, and here's Brad Heller. Morning, Brad. Good morning, Wayne. Yeah, 52-24 route of Ohio State last night down in Miami. Six national titles now for the Crimson Tide in the last 12 seasons. This offense this season was unstoppable. Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith had 12 catches for 215 yards and three touchdowns all in the first half. He was the offensive MVP. Quarterback Mac Jones, who finished third in the Heisman voting, threw for 464 yards and five touchdowns, and the quarterback made a bold declaration about the 13-0 and tide. I think we're the best team to ever play. I mean, there's no team that will ever play uh, SEC schedule like that again, but at the same time, uh, we're just so happy to have won this game and kind of put the icing on the cake. Icing on the cake for Nick Saban, who has now won seven national titles as a head coach, Wayne, passing the legendary Bear Bryant for the most all-time. Well, it had to happen. The Knicks have come back to earth. They certainly have. Three straight losses after the three-game winning streak. The Knicks were blown out in Charlotte by the Hornets, 109-88. Austin Rivers, though, wants everybody to take a deep breath. I've seen and, and, and been on t- teams and just been around a game all life. And I, I know how the bad teams work, and we're not one of those teams. What we are is young, and we're making mistakes. Knicks will host the Nets tomorrow night at the Garden, their first meeting of the season. The Nets will take on the Nuggets tonight in Brooklyn again without Kyrie Irving, who will miss a fourth straight game because of personal reasons. And we'll see if the Jets reach out to Doug Peterson after he was fired by the Eagles yesterday. Obviously a relationship with GM Joe Douglas. The Jets have interviewed nine candidates that we know of so far. Wayne? Thank you, Brad. Sponsored by Dell. Dell Tech Advisors focus on you. They're all set to give you... All the tailored solutions you need, powered by Intel V Pro Platform to keep your small business ready. Call them 877-ASK-DELL. It's the Tuesday Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for joining us. And here are three things to know this morning. President Trump admits now he is at least partially to blame for what transpired at the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday. He and Vice President Mike Pence appear to have come to a detente after about a week of silence and anger and finger-pointing. They met late yesterday in the Oval Office and had what's described as a good conversation, according to an administration official. The third thing, the ownership group for dozens of talk radio hosts across the country says it wants no more talk of stolen elections or of civil war. The chief of content for Cumulus Media told managers the company wants to tone down the rhetoric after what happened at the Capitol, saying that dog whistles about stolen elections, civil war, any language that infers violent disobedience is ever warranted will not be tolerated. One of the stars they have on their roster is Mark Levin, who on the day before the attack described the normal certification of electoral votes for Joe Biden as an act of tyranny. If we don't fight on January 6th on the floor of the Senate and the House, that is the joint meeting of Congress, on these electors, we're done. The memo from his bosses say if you transgress this policy, you can expect to separate from the company immediately. Facebook is removing all content, mentioning Stop the Steal. Twitter has taken down 70,000 accounts that spread the QAnon conspiracy theory. And a lot of people are crying, free speech. Where's my free speech in this? Well, when you sign on to Twitter, you do have to agree to their terms. Karen North is the director of the Annenberg Program on Online Communities at USC. So Twitter in that way is a private business with their own terms and conditions or their own code of conduct. The only caveat is that, and I'm not a lawyer, but there was a ruling not that long ago that said that Donald Trump, because he was using Twitter as a public microphone, 
that his space was considered public and he did not have the right to block people who were trolling him because it was as if he were speaking in a public space. And so I wonder if that's going to come back to haunt them now that they're banning him from the space that they declared to be public. But now when they say we don't agree with this or we're going to take that down, then they serve as editors or like people who make decisions like you guys do about what content and then they might be seen as responsible for the content on their site, which takes away their um, safe harbor status, their their ability to say we're not responsible for the content. And, you know, the number one free app on iPhones late last week was Parlay. It's spelled Parler, pronounced Parlay, we now understand. And that conservative, friendly social network has been booted off Internet, site, internet sites over the ties to the siege at the U.S. Capitol. But before that happened, hackers made off with archives of its posts, including any that might have helped organize or document last week's riot. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 